Welcome to Shinjin Stories, the podcast. We are thrilled to be sharing with you stories from our crushed event online. Um, we are finally did it. We finally made the foray into the final frontier of Zoom. We um, had taken a couple of months off, sort of hoping that people would return uh, a lot sooner than it's looking like they will. Um, and we thought that is too long to go without seeing our friends, without hearing their stories. And so uh, it was actually uh, someone in our WeChat group um, who said, can we please meet online? I miss these stories. Uh, and that just was a great idea. We had thought about it, but you know, we thought people might be too busy. Uh, but we, I think we vastly underestimated just how important uh, and crucial these stories are. Um, and I think that, you know, that underestimation is a result of feeling isolated, is a result of being lonely. Um, and so, you know, a little bit shame on us, you know, you know, we, we absolutely um, believe in the power of story, um, but this thing is unprecedented. It's, it's really throwing us all for a loop. And, and like I said, we thought we'd be back to normal a lot sooner. And so, you know, it's not looking like we will be um, very soon, and, and we're going to be missing a lot of our community members um, for a, a while now, uh, and miss them we do very badly. So uh, when we saw a lot of them in this Zoom meeting, we thought, could this be real? Are they all here? Are we, are we all doing this? Um, and we did, we did it and it was so much fun and I smiled so hard uh, that I must've pulled some muscles in my cheek. You know, um, the event is so much fun to host and do because you're with people and you're feeling that energy and it's, it's like alive in the room. These stories are coming to life and these little micro moments that people bring in to sort of intersect with uh, the audience's lives for just a brief moment. That's, it's almost tangible at these live events. Um, and it was, and we, and we were worried that it wouldn't be the same way in Zoom, but it was, it was, it was, it was. It was so cool um, to see everyone um, chatting in the chat box and hanging and hanging out afterwards, like staying afterwards and hanging out. Like that was so cool, you guys. Um, thank you for doing that. And, you know, it was shorter than our usual events, uh, but it ended with a bang. Our last storyteller of that event uh, was none other than Siobhan Lovenston. And she is the co-founder of Shinjin Stories. Um, about three and a half years ago, she and I just decided, you know, we were talking and we thought there isn't something like this in Shinjin, but wouldn't it be cool? Um, we meet all these people with all these cool stories. And wouldn't it be cool if we, we just focused on the commonalities right now? Um, and that was really true in 2016. And now it's, it's really, really true again. 
Um, it's always true. It's always present, but right now it feels very important. And Siobhan tells a story just about, you know, I, I don't know how to say it. You know, it's a bit cheesy because the theme is crushed, but I mean, I can't think of anything more crushing really than what she talks about. Um, she takes us through a, a really traumatic event in her, well, prior to her life, before she was born, um, that really impacted the way she is viewing this whole situation. Um, and she sits there uh, with her partner, Dane, um, and they had all these plans, a lot of big plans that were, that were ready to pop off. Um, and the day she told the story was actually um, the day before they had some pretty big life changes um, scheduled to happen. And of course, you know, she had to scratch out her planner. And so um, it's amazing that throughout this whole story, it starts to feel like a lot of crushing things. Um, but Siobhan doesn't see the world that way. And she ends it on this really hopeful note. And it was just a beautiful note to end the evening on. Um, and it was really nice. She's in South Africa. And she um, came into the Zoom room and, you know, I think really brought a lot of light, which reminds me of how special this was when we started it together. Um, and a lot of that is thanks to her. And so allow Siobhan to bring a little bit of light into wherever you are. Enjoy. So Trey has introduced me. I'm Siobhan. This is my fiance, Dane. Hiya. <laughs> um, and I'm just going to get started. So this story begins back in the spring of 1987. My mom was eight months pregnant with me, and she was rushing around preparing last minute things before I'd arrive into the world. My dad was working crazy hours to make enough money for us, and he'd just gotten home from a long shift. He was fast asleep when my mom decided to pop out to the shops. She got into her car and started heading down the farm roads in the village that we lived in. Now there's a pretty dodgy intersection at the bottom of the hill, and as she stopped to check for oncoming traffic, a car came out of absolutely nowhere and crashed right into her. The next moment, my dad was being woken up by a neighbor frantically banging on his bedroom window. So he ran over to see who was there. There's been an accident, the neighbor said. And in that moment, everything came to a standstill. And now here we are, 33 years later. And once again, we're at a standstill. But this time, it's the whole world. Don't worry, I'll come back to that moment from 1987 later. But for now, let's focus on the present. I have to say this isn't exactly how we expected to be spending the night before our wedding day. <laughs> um, we're supposed to be getting married tomorrow. <laughs> I envisioned myself taking a long bubble bath and thinking about how tomorrow I'd be waking up and marrying the man of my dreams. <laughs> and celebrating our day with all our friends and family from all around the world. Um, I think there's a couple of them in this group, so hi. <laughs> I'm sad I'm not seeing you tomorrow. <laughs> um, so yeah, last month we'd driven the five hours to our wedding venue to finalize everything. All our guests had booked their flights from all around the world and they were due to arrive in Cape Town last weekend. Everything was planned. 
not just our wedding, but also our honeymoon to Sri Lanka, where we were going to be flying on Tuesday. And then because we're crazy like that, we'd also decided to move to Edinburgh. So I'm from Scotland. So we were going to move from South Africa back to Scotland um, right after our honeymoon. So the shipping company came about a month ago and they did a final count on all our furniture. Everything was ready to go. And yet somehow it felt too good to be true. Could we really pull all of this off? getting married and moving to another continent in the same week. Sure, we could, right? There was just one small problem. I'd been watching the news in China like a hawk ever since January. One of my bridesmaids lives in Shenzhen, so I started to worry about whether she'd be able to make it or not. And then very quickly the virus started spreading and so did my anxiety. Now it was in Europe, where the majority of my family and friends lived. I woke up one day to a ton of messages from friends back home asking if there were any cases of the virus in South Africa. I told them there was only one and that it would be fine. The wedding was still on. So we kept practicing our dance and I started working on my vows. I had a timeline of things I needed to do and I kept to it. I even went and got eyelash extensions for the first time in my life, which was definitely a waste of money. <laughs> The number of cases started getting higher and higher and I knew we'd need to make a decision soon. We kept saying, okay, we'll just give it a couple more days and see, it'll probably blow, it'll probably blow over before April 18th. Maybe my family could even fly a month early just to be safe. And then on March 15th, a month before our wedding, the president of South Africa made a speech declaring a national state of disaster quickly followed by one of the strictest lockdowns in the world where we can't even go outside for a walk. And that's when we realized we aren't getting married in a month, are we? So we were lucky we still had time. Time to call everyone and tell them that we'd be postponing. Time to make a plan B. Our apartment lease is meant to be up this month at the end of April um, because we were supposed to move to Scotland. So we had to make the call to our landlord who said, it's no problem, we can stay as long as we need. If only we knew how long that was going to be. So it took us about two days of emailing and calling to reorganize everything. And I finally sat down last week to erase everything from my 2020 diary. And rubbing out our wedding day definitely crushed me. Just like that, our whole year had evaporated. I thought back to a few months ago where it felt like time was running out. Every time we'd eat in one of our favorite restaurants, we'd think this might be the last time. And every time I googled jobs in Edinburgh, I'd start to get nervous because everything was becoming more real. I'd often turn to Dane and say, I just wish we had more time. Well, wishes do come true, apparently. And yet this is not quite what I had in mind. However, there's something almost comforting in the fact that we're all in this together. It's a collective crushing and we're all experiencing it in a different way. If anything, this enforced slowing down has taught me to appreciate things more. Things I've taken for granted, like the ability to work from home, the opportunity to live in Cape Town a little bit longer, the chance to spend more time appreciating what it means to really have to slow down and stop. We never stop, do we? We're always so busy. Sure, 2020 might have been crushed, but we'll bounce back. And I can only hope that we bounce back with a deeper appreciation for life. And for things we didn't really notice before, like the feeling of a hug and what it feels like not to wear a mask every time we go outside. My mum survived, by the way. 
thank God. But that moment where my dad heard those words, there's been an accident, his whole world just stopped. I can't imagine that feeling, sprinting down a hill to see your wife's car completely crushed. Were his wife and unborn baby okay? They rushed to the hospital waiting to hear my heartbeat. And I was still there, heart beating away, biding my time until the right moment. If anything, it gave my mum and dad a whole new lease on life. It forced them to slow down and really cherish what it meant to be alive. And it's kind of like that now. Okay, so our plans have been put on hold for the foreseeable future, but at least we have the ability to do that. The right moment will come for wedding round two. And hey, at least we have a roof over our head and food to eat, and maybe we can't go outside for a walk, here in South Africa anyway, but we can see the ocean from our apartment. Occasionally a whale appears and the birds are chirping louder than normal, it seems. So business as usual for nature then, right? And for us too, soon. We just need a little bit more time. So until then, stay home and stay safe. Thank you. Thank you, Siobhan. Um, please let us know when wedding round two comes. Um, you know, we'd love to send you our well wishes. I uh, love that story so much. Um, it's really nice to hear from a friend. Uh, I hadn't seen Siobhan uh, in a while. And so it was great to sort of have her be in that room with, uh, with her partner, Dane, and we wish you guys all the best. Um, if you guys wanna see Siobhan, um, if you like her, you know, her storytelling and her worldview, she actually has a podcast um, called the Lost Art of Little Things, and you can find that on Apple, and you can uh, subscribe to that. I encourage you to do it. Um, it's sort of, it's very you know, bite-sized. It's great for commute. Um, I remember those when we used to commute and leave our house and all that fun stuff. Um, but you can still listen to it wherever you are. Um, she's also uh, an actress in um, a, a nice podcast called Vast Horizons. It's a science fiction. Uh, storytelling um podcast and it is uh it is wild it's a wild ride so check that out as well uh we are gonna wrap up here that's our last story from our live event uh, we're definitely gonna do this again if you want uh, to be part of uh, the next live event we do please follow us on instagram or facebook or twitter uh that'll be a great way to uh, learn where you can get that zoom code um and again, guys, you know, I say it in, in all of these podcasts, but this community really is the best around. Um, thank you guys for being so awesome and supportive. Thank you guys for your stories, for your vulnerability, for your bravery. Um, all of that stuff is really appreciated. And, and all of that stuff, I think, is really going to, you know, if we can keep reminding ourselves of it, um, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be there all for us and with us when this thing is over. Um, and those are great things to remember and to hold on to. Um, that's it for us. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, please subscribe. Please share with your friends. These stories are awesome. And uh, we'd love to see you at the next Engine Stories, online or in person. Take care.